Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls with their winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the My Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com. Follow us on Rumble. We're streaming live on Rumble. Check us out on the Patriot Podcast Network as well as Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and Getter. And also on AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. And we want to hear from you at thebuffshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter and send an email to info at thebuffshow.com as well. Now, I tell you what, we are living in crazy times, as you all know. Here at home, we're going to talk about the war on our children in the schools. We're going to talk about the war in the streets. We're going to talk about everything that's going on. Kamala's still talking about green new energy and cackling like a crazy person. Joe Biden Everybody, even on Fox News and everywhere, oh, he had such nice words for Israel. He had such nice things to say about uh, Palestine. And he had such, he just wants to play both sides, both sides. He wants to give more money to Ukraine, keep funding Ukraine. Nobody, that money's not accountable. Wants to give money to Hamas. We already gave $6 billion to Iran, which helped fund the uh, paratroopers into Israel that killed and beheaded children. People in the streets here in America, though, during the insurrection at the Capitol. My God, did you see that? They shut down business. Where's the where's the hearing and the commission and getting these? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's because the Biden regime. When when these Muslim sympathizers, these terrorist sympathizers were in the rotunda out on the street and in the Capitol and causing fights and chaos when they were there. Those people aren't the bad guys. The bad guy is you. The bad guys are the MAGA Trump supporters. The bad guys are the people that don't like watching Donald Trump have to go through trial for nothing, for aged old things of when he built New York City. They want him arrested in Georgia. They want you arrested. They want MAGA supporters arrested. Remember the trans shooter? It was fun watching that chick go down in a hail of bullets in that school after she shot kids and teachers. But the next day, trans rights activists are out supporting the trans shooter. After Hamas and the Palestinians who support them, okay, attack Israelis at a concert, attack Israelis in their homes and find a way through the fence. By the way, we got to get to the bottom of how they got in there. How in the heck did the defenses break down on the Gaza Strip into Israel? How did that happen? But the day, while blood was still on the streets, while blood was still flowing, there they are, out in the streets in America and at colleges and around the world and breaking into the Capitol and causing havoc in the Capitol. 
They there are supporting Palestine and Hamas. If you support Palestine, you support Hamas. I'm tired of people saying, I'm sick of people saying, oh, the overwhelming majority of Palestinians aren't Hamas. Yes, they are. The Palestinians are breeding grounds for future terrorist Hamas organizations. That's why Arab countries don't even want Palestinians in their country. And then you got the World Economic Forum and Scotland is saying we need to do a coalition of spreading the Palestinians out around the world. No. And the Palestinians in America need to go too. If you don't assimilate, which is part of the rules of transportation here, you got to assimilate to the American society, not the new American society where conservatives are bad guys and wide open borders and crime all over the streets and Islamic propaganda all over the place. I mean, here we go. Every time a Democrat president steps into office, every time a Democrat steps in, here comes the rise of Islamic fanaticism. Jimmy Carter, let's just kidnap a bunch of Americas and then let them go the moment uh, Ronald Reagan gets in. Bill Clinton, let's try to bring, bring Palestine and uh, Israel together and, and give aid to Palestine. And then here we go. Here we go. More aid means more cheese and missiles for the kids. That's what giving aid to Palestine means. Bill Clinton caused a mess and had 13 chances to get bin Laden and failed, and we saw what happened in 9-11. Barack Obama wanted to see a brand new Iran. He had he cried in that, in, in that uh, talk when he was talking about the new Iran where they're going to be dancing in the streets and sucking on lollipops. That absolutely backfired and failed, too, when he said, you know what, we're going to give uh, the Iran nuclear deal no weapons. Uh, let me be clear, no no, uh, no big-time missiles for Iran, no uh, nuclear weapons for Iran. Iran, since that deal, has built more massive infrastructures for weapons than they ever had before because you paid for it. And now we have Biden, who... When we had Dinesh on last week, we've had thousands of people share that interview and talk about Obama being the guy pulling the strings. Well, he is with with Susan Rice in the background doing it for Obama. He's not physically there, but man, his people are. And uh, Biden is a joke, walking around everywhere, embarrassing us, can't do anything without a note card, has no feelings. His state, he's uh, a state of the, the most produced thing that you can do is a state of the union or not a, well, not a state, it's an address to the nation. That's what we're talking about, an address to the nation where he goes out and says, we need more money for Ukraine. We support Israel, but we need, we need to support Hamas and Iran too. I mean, we just don't want to take accountability for our own country anymore. Sorry, Israel, no more funding. Sorry, Ukraine, no more funding. Sorry, terrorist organizations around the world like Hamas, no more funding. Sorry, Saudi Arabia, no, no more billion bucks for you. Nothing for no one until we fix the problems here. And don't give me this, we can do two things at once. Those countries' problems are not our problems. Israel has the IDF and they can wipe out Hamas for some reason they haven't done it. Expand your territory, get in the tunnels, and then the people in America, the politicians in America, Rashida Tlaib, Elon Omar, everybody, CNN, everybody. Oh, my God, Israel bombed a hospital. They were more irate at the thought of Israel bombing a hospital than 
the slaughtering of babies, women, and children, and men in Israel, the hostages, the 30 Americans killed. I mean, where's the relief for them? They're talking about getting Palestinians out of there, but Americans, you got to pay your own way. I mean, are we in a messed up situation or what? And everybody's asking me at the Buff Show, are you guys talking about the end times? No, that is God's plan. God's plan is the end times. We are here doing our work as we need to, as Americans, as citizens, as people who see beyond the evil of the left. Matt Bergerum goes down there to the insurrection and tries to get some answers. Let's see what he found out. The drum, they're saying cease fire now, but can we get a cease Hamas fire now? Cease terrorism fire now. Can we get a cease Hamas fire? Oh, that's what it's called? Killing women and children? You're outside. It's public. You don't have to consent. That's the beauty of America. Now, notice they're wearing the masks, and uh, their masks are trying to hide their identity because they're terrorist supporters. They don't want to get fired. Anybody, can we say cease terrorism? Uh, Say that again. Okay. There we go. So we can't, nobody says... Nobody says cease Hamas. Because they support cease terrorism. They support. They just said cease these nuts. I don't think she has nuts. But this is the intelligence of the argument. Yeah, I mean, they're going to start cussing and doing all kinds of stuff, and it's just ridiculous. And uh, it's just, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Matt, for the call. But it's just remarkable. Remarkable. They support the trans shooter. They don't mind the trans shooter doing what the trans shooter does. They don't mind what his uh, is uh, Hamas did. They don't mind it whatsoever. Ron DeSantis, Ron, Ron DeSantis said it right um, on the show, on uh, some liberal show where they're doing more propaganda for Palestine. No aid to Palestine. It goes straight to Hamas. No Palestinians here, and the ones here got to go. They got to go. What do you say, DeSantis? No, all Arabs are Semites. But how can you paint with such a broad brush to say 2.3 million people are anti-Semitic? They're not just anti-Semitic. They're terrorists in training, and they support a terrorist organization. How do you separate them? I would ask her, how do you separate them? How do you do that? Well, first of all, uh, my position is very clear. Uh, Those Gaza refugees, Palestinian Arabs, should go to Arab countries. The U.S. should not be absorbing um, any of those. I think the culture, so they elected Hamas. Let's just be clear about that. Not everyone's a member of Hamas. Most probably aren't, but they did elect Hamas. In 2006, and then the military occupation happened after that, where they went in and haven't allowed elections since 2007. So in 2006, there was an election. There was a lot of of celebrating of those attacks um, in the Gaza Strip uh, by, by a lot of those folks who were not Hamas. But if you look at their education system, this has been an issue for a long time. They teach kids to hate Jews. The textbooks do not have Israel even on the map. Uh, They prepare very young kids uh, to commit terrorist attacks. So I think it's a toxic culture. And I think if we were to import large numbers of those to the United States, I think it would increase anti-Semitism in this country. And I think it would increase anti-Americanism in this country. And that's something, after seeing those demonstrations, 
pop up in our country. Just with, with blood still flowing amongst Israeli citizens over the weekend, mm -hmm. uh, you had people taking to the streets cheering on the barbarism of Hamas in our own country. That was a chilling uh, thing to see, uh, and I don't think that that's something that we should ever think is acceptable. That's right. It's not acceptable. And there they are carrying the water for Hamas, the media in this country, the college students in this country, carrying water for Hamas. When we have our own problems here to deal with, they're way more concerned about terrorists and trans shooter than they are about you. It's just unbelievable. And our priorities are all messed up. And we look at a situation where the left in their in this country and the Muslim terrorists around the world aren't trying to hide it anymore. Hamas bombs a hospital. Might have been an accident, but it might have been just another one of their ways to pin it on Israel because they run the con job. They run the con job all the time. And everybody sucked it up. They're carrying the water for terrorists and crazies. And here comes Joe Biden saying, reading a teleprompter that some socialist and Obama lackey wrote, we need money for Ukraine, we need money for Israel, we need money for Hamas, and we've already given $6 billion to Iran, and we have no intention of freezing that money. It's absolutely ridiculous. And on the Matt Buff Show, we're not afraid to say it. No Palestinians here, if the Arab countries don't want them, we don't want them. And the ones here, that's sedition, what they did in the capital, supporting a terroristic organization. These Muslims in America are not simulating these Palestinian Muslim supporters, these Islamic terrorist jihadic supporters. They're in the streets chanting it, chanting it. Free Palestine, Fatida, Fantiva, all this stuff, all this crazy stuff they're saying. That is sedition. That is against America. Those are the enemies of America. And they're here in America. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. Oh, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, MyPillow 2.0. Because of all of you, MyPillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling Go Anywhere MyPillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of MyPillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four-pack special. You'll get two MyPillows and two Go Anywhere MyPillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. 
politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Map Up Show. It's great to have you with us. I'm just always fired up these days, and I don't apologize for it. Check out thebuffshow.com. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We see the angry comments out there. And then uh, we, it's just it's just remarkable. Now, the speaker fight is still going on. And I'm one of the few people that say, good, because what they're trying to do is get the Republicans to move toward moderate sides, move toward uh, m- more just Democrat, just just go with the Democrats, especially on omnibus spil- spending bills. Listen to what this reporter said to Matt Gates. You may not get Jim Jordan as speaker. You may get someone more moderate. What did you moderate. actually get for leading this charge to push out Kevin McCarthy? We're shaking up Washington D.C. We're yeah. breaking the fever, and you know what? It's messy. But the only reason people think there's chaos in this town right now is because the special interests aren't in control anymore. So I think we're going to have an upgrade at the position of Speaker of the House. For me, it was never about any one person. It was about it was about ensuring that we got an upgrade at the position. Kevin McCarthy had failed us. He'd made multiple contradictory promises. We weren't really governing under McCarthy. Everybody's making this big deal out of the fact that you know, we've burnt the equivalent of four legislative days on all of this. But, I mean, we've spent like seven legislative days on post offices and procedural votes, for goodness sakes. This is what it's supposed to be. And it's not clean and it's not orderly. And the lobbyists and the special interests hate it. But I don't seem to mind too much. Good stuff, Matt Gates. Keep up the fight. And there's 20 Republican holdouts right now. And uh, I, I don't know. Just go with Jim Jordan. I, I don't know why moderates want to appease Democrats so much and omnibus spending bills. The spending bills have to be pieced apart and individually designed because green new energy crap that's in there that goes to failed companies like Solyndra and around the world that's killing whales and hurting farmers. That stuff is all a part of this. They want to throw Ukraine funding in there. No, no, no. We got to go line by line. That's what we're saying. And that's why we need a conservative. We're trying to get back to our roots in this country. Steve Gorham is on the Matt Buff show. And I want to talk to him about this specific uh, specific issue because there's Kamala Harris out there touting this Green New Deal. But this is what the speaker fight is about. It's really about somebody who's going to sit there and take the time and do committee hearing on bills. Because residents in rural England say green energy will destroy the countryside. You're all over this story. Steve Gorm is here on the Matt Buff Show, and it's great to have you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Matt. Great to join you. Okay, very good. So um, 
author of Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. We're seeing more money throwing at this nonsense. And if you ask the Biden regime, yes. Hamas is not the problem. It's the climate. Yeah, I think uh, President Biden about a week ago said that uh, climate change is worse than nuclear war. A remarkable statement. <laughs> and you're right. There is there's a huge amount of money that is being thrown at this. Uh, back during the Obama presidency, the uh, green energy subsidies, wind, solar, biofuels, et cetera, were about $15 billion a year. Pretty big sum. Under Trump, they, they reduced about $8 billion a year. But under the Inflation Reduction Act, they're going to go to 40 or $50 billion a year for this green stuff. Just an astonishing amount of money coming out of our tax dollars, flowing at all these projects. And a lot of them are really goofy. I mean, we have a war going on in Iowa right now, North, South Dakota, and Illinois. They want to build carbon dioxide pipelines so they can capture it for ethanol plants and go pump it into a underground somewhere. Nobody would be doing that without the fear of man-made warming. And uh, they're trying to get farmers to give up their land, put in these pipelines. And, and this is all because there are billions and billions of dollars coming from the federal government. Nobody would be doing this otherwise. Well, I mean, we talk about just all the death, green energy. More people have died from climate change policies than actually have died from climate change itself. When you look at what happened with the fires in Hawaii, the birds in the uh, Midwest, the whales off the East Coast, and now the farmers and, and what's happening around. I mean, this is just another thing where their policies are actually causing more damage than the climate itself. There are every energy source has its environmental drawbacks. And you're right, wind and solar have quite a few. Uh, uh, wind turbines kill about a million birds a year. Uh, we're not really 100% sure on the offshore, but we've had uh, a big uh, number of whales, more than 20 whales wash up on the New Jersey shore in the last uh, year or so. They, they are uh, surveying the bottom with sonar for new wind turbine towers to be built. And whales use sonar for, for their, you know, all of their activities. And I think it's interfering with that. We'll just have to see. In Scotland, in the last 20 years, they've cut down 16 million trees to put up wind turbine towers. So you're right, there are there are all these uh, drawbacks and uh, all this stuff is supposed to be environmentally friendly, but it's really not, not the best for, for the environment. Well, you're the author of three books on sustainability, climate change, and energy. Your latest book, Outside the Green Box, Rethinking Sustainable Development, tells readers what their green consultants didn't tell them. And now more than 100,000 copies of this book are in print. I encourage everybody to go to Amazon. But you hold a background in this that's important. Your MS in electrical engineering from the University of Illinois, which their kids were out protesting for Palestine today. I'm sure you're proud of that. And then an MBA from the University of Chicago. And oh, I, I hope not. <laughs> And they have more than 30 years of experience. You have more than 30 years of experience at Fortune 100 and private companies in engineering and execute and executing roles. In your latest, in, I'm doing this background so everybody will take it very, very seriously what you're talking about because they get fed alive from the media every day. Your vice, you were vice president and general manager of an engineering and manufacturing operation with 350 employees and annual sales of 300 million. And uh, I want everybody to check out the website too, which is stevegoram.com. And that's G-O-R-E-H-A-M. 
And so you bring all this background and you bring all this expertise to something that people read off teleprompters as, as news. They read it as fact and then they they uh, they cackle about it. Like Kamala cackles about it. Like we, we have to, the, the, the buses need to be electric and the electric charging stations, uh, you know. Oh yeah, that is... I, I didn't mean to go on and on, but That's I had to set up sad. your background for what you're about to say. So okay. go ahead. No, that's okay. Yeah, electric school buses are, in my mind, a, a pretty big hazard. Uh, and our, our vice president has been gushing about electric school buses. I have a number of videos about buses erupting into flames. There's one in uh, Paris where, where it's sitting on the street and it bursts into flames. There's one in China where this bus is at an intersection, it's burning, and we have people literally jumping out of the door trying to get off this bus. Uh, Lord God forbid that uh, that we're going to have a, an electric school bus going up on flames here. I I uh, tell my family and my, my uh, grandkids, you know, don't be riding on electric school buses. It's just really a bad idea. But you're right, there's all kinds of things. By the way, I do have a fourth book out called Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. Uh, which talks about how uh, the drive for net zero by the wealthy nations of the world is going to fail and people are going to return, uh, going to demand a return to low-cost, reliable energy. So we'll see what happens over the next uh, next few years. Yeah, we definitely will. And I talked about that book at the beginning. I forgot to mention it right there when I was talking about the That's other okay. three. But we're going to put the link to uh, Green Breakdown, the coming re uh, renewable energy failure. Talk about this story from the farmers in England. Yeah, this is rural England saying that green energy will destroy yeah. the countryside. What do they mean by that? Well, they, want, they have this big goal to build all these wind turbines in England. And uh, when you build a wind turbine, it takes about somewhere between 35 to 835 times as much land as a, uh, a coal plant for the same amount of electricity or a natural gas plant. Somewhere between 35 and 835 times as much. And that depends on whether you just count the roads and the, the concrete tower pads. It'd be about 35 times as much land. But if you count the whole amount of land, 800 times as much. So renewables and solar is similar. Renewables require vast amounts of land. And so you're impacting the, the uh, environment and the lifespan and every, uh, rather the, uh, the, uh, the life of the animals and the biosphere and all that whenever you put these things up. It seems to me that uh, the more con concentrated energy sources our traditional energy sources are much more environmentally friendly. Why can't we just- By the way, I don't know. Why can't we just leave things alone, but go ahead. No, well, we're we're all scared. The uh, all the leaders are scared of the the superstition of human caused global warming, and so we have to do anything to uh, to try and stop the planet from warming, uh, including all these crazy things. By the way, if we've got a minute, let me talk about electric vehicles, please. Uh, uh, everybody in the U.S. who buys a Tesla thinks these things are environmentally friendly, but they don't see what's going on around the world. An electric vehicle uses six times the metals of a gasoline car, and that's lithium and cobalt and nickel and copper. And those are mostly mined in developing nations. And then most of the, the biggest processor of metals is China. So what you have, for example, in the case of cobalt, the biggest producer of cobalt is the Democratic Republic of Congo in Africa. They produce about 30 or 35% of the world's cobalt. 
of the of the of the ore that is. And it's well known that that they use child labor and forced labor down in, in Democratic Republic of Congo. Then they pull the ore out of the hills and they ship it to China for processing. And in China, there are vast areas that have been destroyed by uh, metal uh, reprocessing, metal tailings. There's an area called uh, Rare Earth Lake. As far as you can see, in every direction, the, the land has been destroyed. And then that goes into a battery and it comes to the U.S. so that uh, somebody can buy a Tesla or another electric vehicle and say, wow, isn't this environmentally friendly? <laughs> and they don't see all the problems with the mining and, and the processing of metals all over the world. So, it, it, you know, it really is something that, that most people need to be educated on. And uh, it's not clear that EVs are all that good in, in that kind of a way. Yeah, that is just remarkable. Nobody talks about the breakdown of how it even gets here like you do. But do you think the left in this country or around the world or the green energy lobby cares about child labor or farmlands or what happens to people? They just want to make a buck. Climate change is all about making a buck and they can't make a buck if they don't sell fear. There is a lot of that in there. Absolutely. The fear of climate change is used to drive policies, uh, to support industries, a lot of other things. Um, I do think though that uh, that we have many deluded people on, on the left that think that uh, the planet is in danger and they have to save it. Al Gore's been an environmentalist since the 1970s. And, but the problem is that the, the data doesn't support their concern. Uh, climate is dominated by natural factors. That's what the science shows. And renewables just aren't going to make it. There's no way we're ever going to get to net zero. You can't do, you can't stop the oceans from rising with with wind and solar. You can't make the storms less severe with uh, biofuels. These things just aren't going to do it. A matter of fact, we may have cooling for a couple of decades coming up. Very difficult uh, to predict what Earth's climate is going to do. We'll just have to see. But this is all going to break down over the next couple of decades. It really is. And I know you dive into this book. Last word to you, Green Breakdown. It's out. It's available now. What's one big takeaway you want people to get from this book that they might be surprised by? Yeah, last month it made number one in an Amazon category, and it's uh, it's available at Amazon. There are eBooks on Apple and Google and Barnes and Noble and Amazon, and also they can go to my website and get a signed copy. Steve Gorham, G O R E H A M dot com. All right, Steve, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And how about that? I brought the speaker fight into this discussion because the speaker fight <laughs> is about stopping these policies. It is in many ways. Uh, great to join you, Matt. Thanks. God bless you. Take it easy out there. Everybody check out Steve's book. It's going to be linked on thebuffshow.com slash Steve Gorham. Now it's G-O-R-E-H-A-M. All right. The book is Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. You're already seeing parts of it happening now. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. Lots more to come. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. 
more options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. We need more money for state-run school programs. All right? One thing that President Trump said, and I thought it was very fascinating, where he says the first, one of his first agendas in the new administration is going to dissolve the Department of Education. Was it just talk? It's got to go. We have a couple different segments on the schools here and what's going on in America. Let's go to our good friend, Ashley Varner, over at Freedom Foundation. She's the VP of Communications, freedomfoundation.com. Ashley, great to see you. It's so good to be back, Matt. Can I just tell you, I've lived in Washington, D.C. for 20 years now. I moved here when I was 10 years old. So I want to tell you, I had one fangirl moment. And it was when I was trying to set up candidate meetings for people who were running for Congress. And in doing so, I got a call on the cell phone. And I answered the cell phone and someone said, is this Ashley Varner? And I said, yes, it is. And he said, this is Jim Jordan. Oh, nice. I said, oh my goodness, uh, Congressman. <laughs> he just said, hey, Ashley, it's Jim Jordan. And I just, I thought that was, he's so down to earth. He's so even keel. Um, I, I hope the best for all of this. This is just a mess. I'm not saying one way or the other, but that was a very cool moment. And he is a very down to earth person. So. What did he, what did he want? 
Oh, he was helping me set up a meeting with a candidate that I wanted to set up with his office. And so he called me directly wow. to set up a meeting. Wow, that's pretty remarkable. You'd think you'd have a flunky to do that, but that's awesome. I thought so too. I did not expect to hear <laughs> Jim Jordan. Yeah. He'll so. be a great speaker if we can get this thing right, but we have to get it right because all the spending and everything we've been talking about during the show, all the education things that are going on with the teachers unions having so much influence on policy, we have to have somebody like a Jim Jordan. We have to have a constitutional conservative to say, you know what? Your power does not belong here, Randy Weingarten. She's emboldened more than ever on the left. We can't let her seep in to policy making and what's going on. So that's why the line by line policy making, whether I, this has nothing to do with the speaker race, we're talking about the influence of the teachers unions in the policy. That's why it has to be line by line. And you know who agrees with us is someone who came to speak to the Freedom Foundation in Oregon on Saturday, and it was Tulsi Gabbard. And she did her homework she knew about the freedom foundation she understood what we did she gave a very serious policy uh, speech and she was very well received i will tell you that we were so excited the the people that i spoke to prior in our reception they could not wait to hear what tulsi gabbard had to say on the international news what was going on what's happening with congress and she did not disappoint and she did her homework. She, she really was able to talk about what the Freedom Foundation does and how, what we're doing. It, it, it seems like it doesn't matter into everything that you're talking about, Matt, your whole, your whole radio show right now has been about what's going on in the country and what's going on internationally and how this is just going bananas it's crazy and it's upsetting and we should all be pissed off but what we're doing at the freedom foundation is trying to get people to stop paying dues stop paying money out of their paychecks to these government unions who are funding all of this who are fomenting all of this politics who are helping relegate and foment all of this politicization and and the uh, the the Talib and the AOC they're funded by the unions and that's what we're trying to help people not fund against their will. That's why the Freedom Foundation and Matt Buff Show partnership is so important because you guys are the boots on the ground trying to stop money going from the things that I'm complaining about. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely true. You're doing the groundwork. And, and, and Freedom Foundation is setting record after record of teacher opt-outs because teachers are saying, we don't want to fund these. And the, I hope you're okay, by the way, being in Washington after what happened over the last few days. But they don't want to see that their union bosses fund garbage like that, not just in our schools, but in our streets. And you guys are getting them out one at a time. Now, it's been a hard week. It's been a hard couple of weeks, Matt, because, you know, no one no one in the media cares what the crap the Freedom Foundation is doing, to be honest. But what is true is that what we're doing every day is helping take the money out of the unions who are 
obviously forwarding this stuff. They are running the Biden administration. They are pushing the, the agenda that is pushing the Biden administration, doing everything that, that they're doing that is, we're finding ourselves in this situation right now. It's inexplainable. It's infuriating. I, I have no words. I'm tripping over my words right now, but we're so angry. But what we're doing is helping people stop putting money out of their paychecks into the unions who are actually empowering these people. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And and it's got to be, the fight continues. Tell us more. You had Tulsi Gabbard come. Her evolution has been fun to watch. She was on a debate stage trying to be a Democrat president. And now she's more conservative and more Republican. And you said she knew she knew her stuff. She was so lovely and she was so well uh, received here. Um, but she she did her homework and she knew um, Aaron. She actually read his book. She read Aaron's book. I know that you've had our CEO on to talk about his book. Yes. She read the book um, and, and she said, you guys are doing important work because you're taking money out of the machine. And she left the Democrat Party. She's not a Republican. She's an independent, but she left the Democrat Party because she saw what the Democrat Party was doing and she didn't want to be a part of it. And she recognized that what we're doing is taking money out of the pockets of the unions who are one party focused and that's all they're focused on one agenda and and it's not helped our country any has it no <laughs> not at all that's the thing about it when you talk about helping the country it depends on your world view helping the country become more of a middle eastern country help our country become a socialist country i mean it is so skewed right now we're just some of us are just trying to get back to America and we're seen as the enemies here. Freedom Foundation. I mean, Randy Weingarten foams at the mouth if somebody asks her about Freedom Foundation. You guys are the enemy. We're the enemy here. We love it when Randy Weingarten foams at the mouth. Yes. Well, she does. Oh. So very good. What else? Uh, big highlight from Tulsi. Uh, now, she she gave a great speech. She said that we are in serious times and we need serious leadership and we don't have serious leadership. And that is on both sides. We don't have serious leadership in the House of Representatives with the Republicans. We don't have serious leadership in the White House with Biden and whoever is propping him up to make sure he doesn't fall up the stairs. So uh, we are in serious times. And she did say, we need to stand strong with Israel. She said that. So. Yeah, very good. And it's just weird that 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 has to be said. I mean, we have to pick sides. It's just remarkable. Well, Ashley Varner, keep up the great work. What's coming up next at Freedom Foundation? Well, we've got some things to come to you next week, hopefully, but it's just, it's been a heavy week. So I didn't want to bombard you guys too much. And I didn't even, I didn't even put this hat on. So yeah, it's a really troubling time right now. Have you seen some of the stuff going on in the streets out there? Or how close are you? I, I try not to go into the district um, after 
dark. I, I just don't. It's not safe. I live in Virginia where I have my second amendment and I exercise it really. And you got Yunkin. And I got Yunkin, yes. And it's safe where I live, but I'm not crossing the Potomac unless I have to because it's it's really not safe. I, I actually rode the subway, we call it the Metro, to go to a baseball game a couple weeks ago. And I was not happy about it. And my boyfriend was with me. And we saw a girl who um, her shoe had the security tag on it because it had not been taken off because she did not buy this shoe. So she was one of the looters that just stole the shoes. I was like, no, nope. oh my God. I haven't, I haven't been on the Metro since uh, January 20, 2017. I rode the Metro to see Donald Trump's inauguration. I haven't been on the Metro since then until that day a couple weeks ago. And I said, yeah, you're going to have another seven years before I get back on the Metro. No, no, absolutely. That's that sounds like a nightmare. I mean, I just it's just remarkable. We're talking about our nation's capital. Blood, sweat, and tears built this country, and now it's not even safe enough to go into the capital after every dark, American or during the day. Matt, every American should be able to feel safe visiting their nation's capital, and they don't. And I'm sorry about that. No, they yeah. don't, not at all. All right. Well, I appreciate it. All the good work that you guys are doing. Keep up the good work. I know there's a rain cloud over everything right now just because it's all going to chaos, but we are still fighting the good fight and you can join us at freedomfoundation.com, optouttoday.com, and that's where it starts. One unregistered union member at a time, right Ashley? That's absolutely right. Thank you, Matt. optouttoday.com take more money out of the union pocket put it in your pocket more gas in your tank more food on your table that's right with, with the prices that's important right now ashley varner keep up the great work god bless you thank you again see you next week see you next time absolutely god bless it freedomfoundation.com is the place to go everybody optouttoday.com we'll be back on the matt buff show banger segment coming up again the whole show has just been fantastic tonight because we're telling you like it is unlike anywhere else. Stay with us. 20 years with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from MyPillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And remember, just for checking out MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today.
It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit OptOutToday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Check out thebuffshow.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe the videos. Check us out on your favorite platform. Spotify is hiding us right now, but come on, Spotify. But uh, Amazon is pushing us up. So on your favorite <laughs> podcasting platforms, check out the Buff Show. Give us a like and a share and a follow, and we appreciate it. And check us out on Getter, Rumble, and the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. You can binge all the shows, including this guest who's been on before. Sherry Few is back with us. You can see her old interviews on all those places. And then uh, you can see the new one that she's about to do today. Sherry Few is president and founder of United States Parents Involved in Education, USPI, U-S-P-I-E, USPI.org. Sherry, great to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate you having me on again. Well, it's just really remarkable. I'm going to jump right into it with you because Scholastic Books is facing backlash over their new decision to move some books dealing with the alphabet people, LGBTQ and race issues into an optional book called Collection for Books Fairs in an Elementary School Around the Country. I mean, here they go with the indoctrination that we've been talking about so long. And the more people like you fight, Sherry, the harder they fight back. Yes, that is the absolute truth. So, you know, I, I read the article that we're talking about, and, and it's interesting to me that some of the things that were divulged in the article is that you know, there's 60 books. And, and first of all, we're talking about elementary school. Okay. They, they have said that middle school, they're going to continue to offer all these books. But, but for some time now, 60 books that are in this genre um, have been in schools in every state. So this isn't, this is something, you know, that a lot of people have been unaware of. And we've recently realized the pornography and the LGBTQ uh, indoctrination that's happening in libraries and school libraries, scholastic, and and even our you know our public libraries in our communities. So you know so that's interesting to me that to know that they've been there all along, um, and the fact that the the librarians and the authors and school administrators are all just having a fit over this. They're like, how could they do this? So it's not like they're banning 
the books or anything. They're just putting them in a special collection where you have to choose to choose from that that section. So my kids were in school. They they went to the scholastic fairs and I was usually with them. But often parents will just send money with the child and the child chooses their own books and they come home with them. So so a child could choose one of these books without their parents even, you know, basically being aware that they have. So that's a problem. And it, it never was a problem until we started putting pornography and, and books that sexualize children into these fairs. So they've been doing it for a while. They decided to change their motive only because of uh, the, the laws. They're blaming the state laws that have been enacted that per prohibit this and they're saying we're just trying to protect you guys so you know you don't get in trouble for violating the laws but the school administrators don't care about the laws they they've made that plain they're going to do everything they can to avoid the laws and it's just so sad matt i mean i just can't believe that these adults think that these books are appropriate for elementary school children that's the point right there i mean what are, what are your thoughts on these far-left groups and individuals calling Scholastic's move harmful and being an accessory? They, they always think we're killing somebody or hurting somebody by not showing some weird pornographic book. Uh, it's, it's over the top. It's just total nonsense. So, you know, it's this, the far left agenda there, they keep advancing the ball. We've allowed them time and time again. And I think it's a wonderful thing that parents and community members are standing up against this. They're finally saying, whoa, this is it. We draw the line in the sand. You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna indoctrinate our children this way. You're not gonna sexualize them and groom them into a lifestyle. Uh, sex that they're not even considering. They're elementary age children. It is nonsense. And you know, one of the things that I've learned recently as I've been researching this topic is that most states have laws that exempt schools from obscenity laws because, you know, quite frankly, these books are obscenity. I mean, they would violate the local obscenity laws. But for some reason, state legislatures have chosen to exempt them. So I think that's something that's going to be on our legislative agenda moving forward is working with states to um, overturn these exceptions for schools and libraries to be able to offer obscene materials to children. Okay, good. You keep up the good fight because Scholastic released a statement and we'll post the Fox News article that covered this too. It said the biggest misconception is that Scholastic Book Fairs is putting all diverse titles into one optional case. That is not true. In any school, in any location we serve, there's now enacted or pending legislation in more than 30 U.S. states prohibiting certain kinds of books from being in schools, mostly LGBTQIA plus titles and books that in, in uh, engage with the presence of racism in our country. I mean, just that's how they keep racism alive by creating stories about it. But um, because Scholastic Book Fairs are invited into schools where books can be purchased by kids on their own, they have created an almost impossible dilemma. Back away from these titles or risk making teachers, librarians, and volunteers vulnerable to being fired, sued, or prosecuted. So what do you think of the initial statement by Scholastic? They're trying to they're trying to fight back a little bit and say, you know what, let's not all just be sheep. 
Right, right. Well, I think it's a very brave move on their part. Um, you know, I, I would, of course, you and I would would take it further. Um, but it is a first step. It is a brave move. They knew that they would have pushback. And that's why, you know, they framed it the way they have. So it's a an opt-in program. They're not removing the books altogether. And, and their statement clearly shows that they're trying to straddle both sides of the fence. And and yeah. that's when they, you know, they bring in the idea that we're only protecting you so you won't be violating the law. So, you know, they've made a good defense for their decision, you know, as far as uh, arguments go. Um, but still, I think it's very revealing that we're learning now that these books have been available to elementary students in every state for some time through their program. You know what a simple statement would have been? If you want the books, go to a Amazon or somewhere else and buy it. Just we're going to keep it out of schools. That would have been a simple statement. You, but you know what? We're not. You want it? It's there. It's just not in the schools. Simple. Right. Right. And and so it should be. So it should be because schools are funded by taxpayers, and taxpayers um, and parents, of course, first of first and foremost, parents, but taxpayers too. We're paying for this garbage. And we shouldn't allow it in our school libraries, in our community libraries, and we shouldn't allow programs into the schools that offer this kind of pornography and Marxist theories. Okay, so if people want to get involved, how can they help out? Because a lot of parents want to get involved and, and fight the legislation with you. How can they do that? Well, I appreciate that opportunity. So they can go to our website, USPIE, that's USPI.org. There's some great resources there. They can sign up to join the movement. We've got chapters in over 20 states. If we don't have a chapter in your state that you find on the website, you, there's a way to contact us and we can help you start a chapter. We're even starting to form regional chapters in states so that you don't have such a large area to cover if you're interested in that. And then let me just make a, a final plug for our greatest resource, which is our film, Truth and Lies in American Education. And that film can be found at truthandliesfilm.us. And that's spelled out, truth, A-N-D, lies, film. US. And I encourage your listeners to uh, get the film and, and they I give them my permission to um, view the film with large audiences. There's not a licensing fee for that. We just want to get the word out as, as much as possible. Yes. And if you go to the buffshow.com, you can search the film. We put the trailer and everything and all the interviews on there. Sherry Few. Uh -huh. President and founder, United States Parents Involved in Education. Everybody check out USPI.org, and that's P-I-E, USPI.org. Sherry, God bless you. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Matt. All right. See, it's a fight on all fronts on the Matt Buff Show, and they're going after your kids. They're going after anybody they disagree with and trying to lock them up. We'll see you next time on the Matt Buff Show. Stay smart out there.